get you something. Yeah, are you going to Audi anytime soon? Yeah, I can and go tomorrow. I go every day on the way to work. <laughs> can you get me, they've got three sieves <laughs> in a special, they're on special, like, okay. they're like seven bucks. Okay. And I nearly bought them on Saturday when I was in Audi. Oh, they're good, this. I've bought some of those sieves yeah. before. Um, and then I didn't, and I really regret it, because mm. they're different size sieves. Okay. <laughs> Anymore. Yeah, and also, can you get me some of the Tana Salata? It's delicious. <laughs> Not an ad. Not an ad. Hello. Hi. Hi. We are playing Devil's Avocado. We are. It's a podcast. It is. It's for people like you who want to listen to people like us. Talk about shit like this. <laughs> oh, gosh. Come on now. Sorry. Um, I'm Lisa Sinclair, and you are? I'm not. No. <laughs> I'm Claire Isaac. Claire Isaac, and we're very happy to be here to be chatting to you today. Yes. So on the agenda for this week, there's a bit of a beauty special. Somebody yep. asked us to do that in the PDAs, mm. which is, Claire? It is the Facebook group that we are yes. look, we have formed, so that we can all chat about stuff we want to hear on the show. People have been posting us things they think we should talk about, yes. um, with some funny things, some memes, memes. and the like. And um, yeah, beauty's on there, so we'll we'll talk about that a bit. Um, we're going to. Are you guilty of sharing tea? Mm-hmm. I think we all are, mm-hmm. in one way or another. We've got issue with Gwyneth Paltrow's book collection, haven't we? <laughs> we have. So we will dissect that. Yeah. Um, there's quite a powerful, poignant thing about grief that you've yes, found. Yes, there is. It affects all of us at some point, doesn't it? Yeah. And then there's a living your best life. So let's let's, um, let's get started, shall we? Okay. Should we talk about beauty? Sure. All right. I love talking about beauty. Let's talk about some beauty. We did a shoot recently. We did. Um, and we did our own hair and makeup, mm. and we actually looked lovely, didn't we? We did. Now we are going to change our photo at some oh, point. Oh yes. Well, we'll, we will. Maybe we've worked out how to do it. Yeah, in the next couple of weeks. Well, yeah. it possibly we might have done it before yes. this, this episode. Well, gosh, that's like <laughs> travelling through time, isn't it? <laughs> I was just going all the way, bouncing around in time then. Um, yes, we did yes. a lovely shoot. So, our lovely friend Matthew Cotted. Yes, he took lovely pictures. He did. So, since then, I've actually made a bit more of an effort with my face. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> because I realised I didn't actually have to try that hard to look quite nice. Mm-hmm. So, um, I've gone back to foundation. Mm. I've been using an Estee Lauder anti aging foundation, which is lovely. And um, I've got a one of those foundation teardrop foundation sponges beauty blender blender. Mm. now the trick with that i can Mm. tell you Mm. is that you have to immerse it in water Mm -hmm. and then squeeze it out Mm. don't just run it under the tap right you've got to fully immerse it so all the bubbles come out and then squeeze it and then you dab on the foundation Mm. you don't rub it in you dab 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 and then use a little corner thing to just get in your eyes there Mm. that's my tip to foundation. So I've been doing that. If only this was television, because yes. you could see, so you could see <laughs> the how-to. You could see me dab, dab, dabbing with my foundation. Yeah. I've also been using a lip pencil, which mm. is not something that's always been in my arsenal, apart from in the 90s when I had a brown one, mm. you know. Yeah, to go with your poppy. To go with my poppy. Um, but Lisa Wilkinson, who's, you know, the TV lady, um, she was on Instagram and someone said, oh, what lip- lipstick have you, got, have you got on? And she said the lip liner, and then she said the lipstick... I have actually been using a lip liner, and I think it's quite good. Because mm, it stops it bleeding? Stops it bleeding, keeps it in place. Um, so I've been using an It Cosmetics Your Lips But Better oh, waterproof yeah. lip liner stain. Where did you get that from? Sephora. Mm. Yeah. Not cheap. Okay. Actually, yeah. It Cosmetics are fantastic. 
You know what? I think it's good. Sometimes you just need to buy really good, solid things in yeah. those shops, and then you can faff around with the cheese yes. or the other things. And the other thing I have been using, and usually I only use this in summer in Australia, but I've decided why not use it all year round, mm. is um, a fixing spray. Mm-hmm. So I've been using the Clarins Fix Makeup. Mm. I use an Australis one, which is really cheap. Which is really cheap. Mm. Yes, I, I know that is highly recommended. Mm. But I'm all for it. Here's my tip. Mm. Use it before, before you, you do put your, your mascara on. Before your mascara. Yes. Oh, that is a error. trick. For, that is rookie a rookie error. Because you end up with <laughs> mascara all down your face. You do. But it really does help keep, especially when you're working off Do you use a primer as well? I do, well, I've got my Dermalogica green primer oh, at the moment. Yes. Um, so it's sort of, yes, and it helps, I think, with the with the hot hotness. Mm. Stops your makeup sliding off. Mm. So that's my. those are my beauty tips of the week. Okay. What have you got? Well, I have a couple. Yep. I want to talk about Fenty, yes. which I love. Rihanna. Which is Rihanna's makeup brand. And for about the last, I don't know, two years, I've been using her Pro Filter Longwear Foundation. Um, and now she's just brought out a new one, which is um, hydrating. So the, oh. the problem with the other one was that it was quite drying right. on the skin. It was very matte, which is great for mm. me because I get very oily during the day. But it also meant that your skin could get a little bit flaky and dry. This one is... Um, not it's hydrating i haven't actually got it on at this moment because i forgot to take it home last night but um i've been touching up through the day and it's the same color and it matches completely the same color like she's very clever Mm. so all of the foundations and concealers are exactly the same color so you know how sometimes like i know that revlon do this where they have some beiges and ivories and things in one range and then in another range there'll be slightly different mm. names and things yes they're all the same so you can always know mm. which color you are once you found your color and she's also um excellent on skin tone very good she's got yeah. a, she has 40 Huge different range. shades yeah. yeah amazing 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 so i highly recommend it it's 52 dollars. it's not cheap but then you know color stay from revlon's 39 mm. and lots of where'd you buy so. that from sephora okay <laughs> not an ad then also um, I have two skincare thingies. One is cheap and one is not cheap. One, The cheap one is The Ordinary, which I have loved for mm. a long time, which is that skincare range that's very cheap that you can buy in Priceline or online. And it's a thing called Squalane, 100% Squalane, and it's like an oily kind of... It feels like it should be rosehip oil or something like that, but it's not. It's what Actually, I looked up what Squalane was before we arrived, and it is a plant-derived hydrocarbon. So that explains everything. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now we know. (laughs) Now we know. But what it does, it feels like oil, and you put it on your face at night. I put it on my face at night, and I wake up in the morning, and my face is soft and moisturized, and I don't find my skin is half as dry during the day when I use it. I also use the hyaluronic acid. So if you use them in combination, that's even better for aging skin and, and dry skin. There's a tip. Also, I'm now trying something which Dermalogica sent me. Thank you, Dermalogica. Thank you. Just, I'm not saying I spent the money on it. It was $220 a bottle. Gosh. But it's called Phyto Nature Firming Serum, and it's supposed to make your skin younger because it's supposed to lift Ooh. and stuff. So I've only used it for a day. I'm going to keep in. All right. We'll do a follow-up. Do a follow-up on that. Um, it's a bit of money. Smell, it's a bit of spend. Yeah. It's, it smells amazing. Quite spendy, isn't it? But I figured that, you know, if I have some things that are cheap, I can have some things that are excellent. That's right. It's all about balance. It's about, <laughs> life's about balance. Yeah. There you are. That's my things. Is that the only things? Yes, that is. That's all your beauty tips. Mm. All right. Well, thank you for that. Anytime. Um... Let's now. Have you heard about sharing?ting Yes, I have. Yes, yes, I have. The word du jour, isn't it? We. So sharing is 
parents putting pictures of their kids up online mm-hmm. um, or their cats. <laughs> Some people maybe put too many pictures of their cats online. Not mentioning any names. No. Mm. Um, so it's all fine and dandy when everyone's, you know, quite cute and little, but those digital footprints don't disappear, do they? It's very hard to remove a digital footprint. Yeah. And so the kids grow up and they get to 13 and all of a sudden there's pictures of them running around in nappies or yeah. doing potty training or... Um, yeah, with pies all over their face. Or pies all over their face. <clears throat> and the kids don't like it at 13, yeah. do they? So everyone's having to have a bit of a think about whether or not they're crossing some boundaries. I sort of yeah. get it when a kid's cute. It, it, you just don't, you're not thinking about when they're 13. Are no, you? you're not. And you also, you know, it's, it's like it, it's, it's taken the place of getting your photos developed and sending them to your family yeah. and friends in the mail. Yeah, and, and if you live overseas or interstate, mm. it's actually a really great way of keeping in touch. I mean, isn't I guess it? what you need to think about is your privacy settings and things like that yes. in terms of, I mean, not so much, I mean, your, your footprint's there whether you like it or not, mm. but in terms of who gets to see these photos, yes. if it's just in a group that's between family, maybe that's better than in a public realm. Yes. You know? But also, this article I read in the I think it was in the Telegraph, and it was yes. about this um, Belgian study, Dr. Ouvrain. Um, he said it could become a problem when people are looking for jobs because recruit. This is terrifying. Recruiters always scan online profile now profiles nowadays, so they'll scan mm. you if you re- go for a job. They'll scan you, and then all the pictures of you, you know, necking a sambuca, are going <laughs> to come up. I mean, I did sort of know that. I didn't realise that it was quite so rigorous. What I feel like if someone's not going to give me a job because there was a photo of me necking a sambuca, then more fool them more fool shows them. them that I'm a fun gal. A fun gal <laughs> to have around. It will show that you don't need to be crazy to work here, but it helps. <laughs> okay, that's sharing thing. Oh, okay. Here, yeah. Okay. Um, you sent me an amazing story this week. I did. And it was about. Um, <laughs> what, what was it about? Just talk us through it. It's about um, Gwyneth personal, Paltrow. yeah, Gwyneth oh. Paltrow. But the, she's hired someone yeah. to do something. I didn't know this was a job. It. No, Go on. it's a great job. I want this job. I'd now. love this job. He is a personal book curator. Yeah, his name is Thatcher Wine, which, which is like I was the really best confused by. Ever. I thought I, it was a company. I didn't know if it was the book. Yeah, was a Thatcher. I really got confused. Yeah, okay, anyway, he's a celebrity bibliophile. Yeah. <laughs> So he goes to people's houses. Yep. He goes to people's houses and he decides what they're gonna look, what their bookshelves should look like, and whether yeah. or not they can match their decor, yeah. or whether they want, you know, whether they want to look smart, or whatever. So anyway. Gwyneth had renovated her house and she needed six hundred yes. books to fill the shelves. Yes. So basically, Gwyneth remodelled her LA home, yeah. and when she moved in, silly her, she realised she needed about five or six hundred more books to complete the yeah. shelves. So he looked at the books that she already owned, which focused on fashion, art, culture photography and architecture as well as books her kids liked and expanded on those topics um, and then integrated the books into her existing collection with a I just love all this it says so it felt very light inviting and easy to grab Mm. off the shelves in the dining room we stuck to a more rigorous rigid colour palette of black white and grey since it was less of a space where one might hang out and read so basically all the books in the dining room no one gives a shit about yeah then um, she needed 500 books to complete the shelves. Like, what about the one... Like, So she's not actually going to read them. She's just going to have no. them on the shelves. Then he also says... There's some great things here. 
basically what he does is he's got this company called Juniper Books, I think, and they make custom book jackets. So yes. you can colour coordinate all of your library yeah, um, and make it a design feature. And so he says... Someone can have the complete works of Jane Austen, but in a certain Pantone chip colour that matches the rest of the fucking room. He doesn't say fucking. Or a custom image. People have invested in how their home looks. They chose the cabinets, the carpets, the paint and the window coverings. Why settle for books that a publisher designed? Books can have as much style as anything else in the room. I feel like nobody's actually reading any of these books. No one's ever going to read a book. No. I think people, he says, I think people are collecting those as an alternative to looking at screens. What about reading the book? Yeah. I'm just horrified. It's a bit like do you remember a while ago everyone was turning the books around? No. So you didn't have the spine oh. facing out. You had the pages, pages. And they were doing that as a design device. Oh, that's stupid. It was like, so stupid. Read a book, people. Just read the book and then put it back on the shelf. Also, like, if you're decorating with books that are all colour, how are you going to find anything? How do you know what... Uh, it's just you're not. Well, they're not. Madness. Let's face it, they're not going to read them, are they? It's madness, isn't it? I mean, I do love a coffee table book. I know, I think that's fine. But you know what? If, if Gwyneth Paltrow needs 600 or 700 more books, whatever, mm. how many trees is that? Do you know she's what? Knocking I've down. got them in my house. I've got too many books. <laughs> yeah, she can, can just, have all mine. She can have all mine. <laughs> all the ones that we don't want to read again. Piles of books. And that is why I buy them on my iPad, Lisa. Oh, that is why. Okay. Not, not because of Gwyneth. Should we talk about a book as we're talking about books? Sure. Oh, okay. I see what you did there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I read a book mm-hmm. called The Whisper Network. Yes. Have you heard about I it? I have heard. I've got it. Well, I have you got it? it? Yeah. Chandler Baker. Mm. Guess who loves it? Reese. Yeah. <laughs> Drink. <laughs> Reese with a spoon. Drink. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, lots of people are talking about it. So it's about, it's set in America. It's about. Um, a lawyer, a lawyer firm, a lawyer, <laughs> lawyer firm, a lawyer firm, a lawyer's firm, or a firm of lawyers, right. if you like, <laughs> um, in Texas. And there's a new CEO, and he's got a terrible reputation for, um, you know, trying to crack on to the women in the in the company. And he goes too far, and then something happens, and and also at the same time there's a spreadsheet going around all the law firms mm. with men's names on, and then you know he you know people will fill in stuff about you know try to put his hand up my skirt right. and, at the Christmas Ooh. party, so it all sort of comes together, and it's all a bit me too, hashtag me to um, post that, and then it sort of asks questions about well is that fair to do that you know yeah. just they, people could make things up and. All that kind of thing. I, I did quite enjoy it. I got a bit confused because everyone's got those American names that are really hard to remember, like um, Sloan. <laughs> you know? Like, you know, it's called Sloan. Or Aimer or something. Yeah, they're stupid names. Like, I mean, really, yeah, so it was really hard to get a grip of all the names. Um, and then there's this narrator in between the chapters. Right. So it's almost a bit like, you know when you watch Underbelly? Yes. And there's oh, the narrator yeah. over the top going, mm. we all thought something yeah. would happen that summer. Yeah. So there's a bit of that going on. I don't mind it because it gives it a lot of context and it made me think a lot about um, women in the workplace and just what they put up with. Well, I finished watching The Loudest Voice this week. Oh, yes. Because I hadn't finished watching it when I talked about it yes. last time. And my God, that makes you just go, <gasps> all yeah. these women talking about Roger Ailes and what he'd done to them. You're yeah. We put up with some shit. Put up we? with some shit. Don't and I think we? it's great if people are starting to not put up with that mm. shit. So I, I did enjoy it. I can see it's going to make a great TV series or well, film Reese, well, by Ruth Reese. Reese. <laughs> the rights. Um, yeah, I did. I enjoyed it. Mm. Well, I great. Yeah. 
Um, speaking of TV things that ha- have been made, yes, watched... <laughs> as opposed to haven't been made. I watched Back to Life, which is yes. on SBS. I don't know this. It is um, a show. Yes, it's an English. Story. It's an English TV show. Mm. It's darkly comic. It mm. is the same producers um, as Fleabag, but not written by Fleabag. Yeah. It's written by and performed by Daisy Haggard, who you might remember from episodes, which was you she, loved. I loved. Was she the one who went, oh. Yes, yes. Oh, I love her. Big teeth and big sort of bug she eyes. She is fantastic. Yes. So she plays a woman called Miri, who has been in jail for 18 years and comes home to her parents' house. And it's sort of about how the town doesn't accept her. Um, you don't really what know. What was she in jail for? Well, you don't, don't really know, know to start off with. Um, turns out. It's quite a horrendous crime, but anyway, but like you know, um, and but it's mostly about her coming back, trying to get a job, how um, just and like the sort of small mindedness of people in small towns and um, her family life, which is just so entertaining because her mother is. I can't really say too much, but her mother is sleeping with someone she shouldn't be while she's also married to her father, who's a very old man, who has his own problems. Um, It's just really beautifully, darkly funny. She's great in it. How long are the episodes? Not long. So like half an hour? Yeah, about that. Yeah, so easy to watch? Very easy to watch. I watched the whole series in one night when my husband was out. Okay. Me and the cat. Because you love a binge, don't you? Nothing went wrong with a binge. Yeah. So I would highly recommend right. if you're missing Is Fleabag. Is it on SBS On Demand? Yeah. If you're Can missing, you catch up? Yeah. Right. If you're missing Fleabag, which you won't because you haven't watched it yet, yeah. then you'd love it because it's that similar kind of dark humour. Um, it's Some of it seems like she's not scripted, so it's quite mm. kind of clever. And I, I really enjoyed it. And well, I also I'm watching, check, I will check that out. Okay. I'm also watching Derry Girls, oh, which yeah. I love. I did try. Oh, you've got to get past the first one. Right. You've really got to get into it, because I didn't like it to start off with. I was too... It was, all it was too, a bit teenage angsty. Yeah, but it, it's great. The te- okay. And this episode I watched, they went to a Take That concert, and it was oh, so great. I went to a Take That concert. Same. I went to two. I only went to one, and um, Robbie had just left. Oh, I, well, I went to... Oh, do you want me to... No, no. I can't. Okay, let's not go there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's... Um, I'll definitely check out the first okay. one. Okay. What's Derry Girls on? That is on Netflix. Okay. And it's very good. It's about some teenage girls in Londonderry in the 90s before the end of the Troubles in Northern Ireland. And um, they go to a Catholic school, so the nuns are really funny. It's just very funny. It's Lots of it's about, like, spots and boys and drinking on the sly yeah. and, and going to take that concerts and gypsies and, and, like, all the kind of things that happen. And um, It's actually very, very, very funny. I laugh out loud while my husband sits on the couch and tuts about <laughs> how rubbish it is. So, you know. One of those. one of those ones. Um, I've got a Living Your Best Life. Do living you want... Your Best Life. Yeah. It's actually not mine. Oh. It's um, Living Your Best Life. It's actually my best friend living a best life. <laughs> living Your Best Friend's Life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, let's call her Lindsay. Mm-hmm. That's she her li- name. That's her name. She's our Spanish listener, mm. which is exotic, isn't it? Hola. Hola. <laughs> so she lives in Spain. So I've known Lindsay for years. I've known her husband for years. You know, used to be quite rock and roll, Mm -hmm. you know, quite wild. And I mean, you know, they've got kids, so they're not that wild. But anyway, like, since they've had the kids. Anyway, they used to be quite out there. Mm -hmm. She sent me a video, living her best life. So they live in um, a country town in Spain, and she 
came across some horse manure down the country lane, so she sent her husband off and videoed him as he shoveled the horse manure into a bucket because she wanted it for a garden. Oh, that is living your best that life. That is living your best isn't life, it? isn't it? I mean, you know, if Kim Wilde can be a gardener... We can all be We can gardener. all be gardeners, can't si, we? Si, senor. Yeah. So, um, si, senora. So I liked that. See, si. Yeah. How, how we grow... Mm. Do you just see? Just like the roses. Just like the roses from her <laughs> garden and her manure. Yeah. Should we do your what hurts now? What hurts now? Um, we weren't sure if this was a what hurts now or not, but subtitles. Mm. Not well, there would be what hurts now if you couldn't see. If, or here. No, here. <laughs> but <laughs> it'd be terrible if you couldn't see them. I'm going to say they're not just for deaf people. No. I've just found no. it hard to... Process information, <laughs> like everyone mumbles, mm. and um, people are just all talking over the top of each other. I think it's new ways that they film, like maybe digital things. Digital, they don't have cameras. Yeah. They don't have cameras. They don't have microphones for each person. Or oh, something, is maybe? it? Is it? I there? don't know. I'm asking. Um, but I quite like, especially if it's a complicated show, because mm. you can understand what the hell's going on if right. you read the subtitles, can't mm. you? Um, and I think because. You know when you're on your phone now and you watch a little video on the yeah. bus? Yeah, oh, it has a, it has subtitles. So we're completely used to subtitles, aren't we? Maybe. Ma- like, Michael McIntyre has a lot of subtitles. Does he? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, that's sometimes oh, on your videos yeah. when you watch them, yes. Mm. Um, I like it when you're reading subtitles and, and it will literally say, mumble, mumble, mumble. <laughs> <laughs> or is that tree a, rustles. Is that a, um, a lazy subtitle writer? Yeah, probably. Mumble, mumble, mumble. Yeah. Do you ever put the subtitles on? No. I'm not at home, no. 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 Oh. No. Would you now that I've suggested it? Maybe. Okay. Uh, I have to be in the mood for a subtitle because I have to put my glasses on. Ah. <laughs> you know, it's a lot of a lot of effort I have to go to. You know what I learned today? No. You can make them bigger. Oh. No. <laughs> bifocals mm. are no longer called bifocals. No, multifocals. Multifocals. We've had this conversation. Have we? Oh. oh gosh, I'm just repeating myself now. Yeah, How boring. I do apologise. Um I've got a little what hurts now about bitter. Okay. You know how... Do you like bitter things? Yes, I do. Have you got more bitter as you go older? <laughs> well, then we all know the answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Campari, though, isn't it? I love it? Campari. I love a Campari. Negroni, I talk yeah. about a lot. Dark gin chocolate. And gin and tonic. Dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's because um, your taste buds stop growing back. Oh. Um, around what? 40. Hang on. Growing back, which means that they've been... Yeah, so you're on a constant cycle. Right. Of birth, death and rebirth. That's your taste buds right. not you um two-week cycle throughout your wow. life yeah and then when you get to 40 they stop growing back so um so you lose them so by the time you're 50 or something you don't have any at all no i think by the time you're 80 you don't right. have any right once you hit middle age the buds continue to die and be shed and a smaller number regenerate so they are oh. regenerating but it's smaller sorry for the poor buds um and then with fewer taste buds flavors taste blander so bitter is good because you can taste it, it shocks you yes and i think so some people is bitter mm. and then you know how some people as they get older go mad for sweet stuff mm-hmm. it'd be the same thing it's, mm. a, it's the strong taste um and then and it's all linked to your sense of smell as well mm. yeah your taste buds and your sense of smell so basically by the time most of us are 80 it's as if we don't even have a sense of smell that's why all people <laughs> always smell like like um, lavender. Yeah, so it might be why they yeah. put on so much. Yeah. Um, we've spoken about that before. Yes, yeah, so the much perfume. Yeah. Oh, well, I think we've said everything that needs to be said about everything ever now, and we can just never have another show. No, oh, we've run out of things to talk about. <laughs> no, <laughs> we haven't. We've got one more. Oh. Um, a nice cheery thing to end the week with. Oh, grief. Grief. 
Good well, grief. Good grief. Hang on, I've lost my bit of paper oh, about no. it. Well, it was just a lovely thing. Anderson Cooper. I'm going to just bend down. Go on, keep, keep talking. Um, well, bitter, bitter. <laughs> oh, um, you found it? Yeah. Okay. So Anderson Cooper, who is Gloria Vanderbilt's son, who is yes. an American TV host, talk show, um, journalist, very well respected. <clears throat> he lost his mother, Gloria Vanderbilt, in June. And he was talking to another TV legend, Stephen Colbert, um, on American television, um, about grief. And Colbert has a very interesting story, which I heard recently on my other favourite podcast, WTF with Mark Maron. Um, he lost his father and two of his brothers in a plane crash in 1974 when he was 10. So basically his brother and his, his father and two brothers went to go somewhere and they all died. And he's one of 11 children. And his mum was had to bring up the rest of them. He was the youngest of 11, so a lot of them had all left home. So mm. it was basically for a long time just him and his mum, I think. Anyway, so Colbert reached out to Anderson Cooper when, he, when his mum died and wrote him a letter. And he said um, in the letter, I hope you find peace in your grief. And then described one way that he has found peace, this is Anderson, saying that um, the biggest thing that he's found about grieving is that people come up and talk to you. Mm. when you're grieving and share stories and he said I found that one of the most helpful things I found it to be the most powerful and moving thing and I kind of oddly don't want that to stop because in regular times people don't do that no it's just so lovely and he also said that um, Colbert says how he's learned uh, since his both his parents are now dead that he's learned to love the thing that he most wish had not happened because he thinks that it's a gift to exist and that with existence comes suffering and while they were talking about this, of course, Anderson Cooper, whose grief is palatable, you know, yeah. palatable? Raw. Yeah. Pal- no. What's uh, the word? Palpable. Palpable. Um, is crying. Like, it's really yeah. emotional. Um, people are so, never kinder to you than when you're grief-stricken, no, are they? Uh, yeah, and he like, said it's People are very lovely. kind. Yeah. And he said, yeah. I think I it's really interesting. I, uh, we've both lost our fathers, mm. and I think that was one of the things that happens is that people come up and talk to you about it, and it's better when they have something to say about it because mm. you want to cling on to anyone else's story to see when you're going to feel better as well, don't yeah. you? Like, so... Yeah, it's just heartbreaking. It is an awful yeah, thing. And I is. do hope he feel, finds peace in his grief. Cause that's, a, that's a lovely phrase, actually. Mm. Because um, so someone I work with they lost their brother this week and I just never know what to say. No. I just find it so hard. And I'm a wordsmith, allegedly. Mm. And, you know, she put something on social media and, and I'm completely down for that. If that makes you feel better at that point in your time, you go ahead and mm. post. And then if the comments make you feel supported, yeah. that, so I'll always comment. But I never know what to say. Like, what do you say? I mean, mm. I, you can do your emojis. like. But it's just, it's knowing the words and how to make people not feel better. They're not going to feel better, but it's a tough one, isn't it? But it that's is. a really beautiful phrase. It is. And also there's that thing, I think, where you almost, you join a club, don't you, of people who, like, I, I feel like as soon as my dad died, that I joined a club of people whose dads have died. Yes. And so you have a certain bond then yes. with people who don't have Very fathers. Much. And it's a, it's a weird club you don't really want to be a member no. of. <laughs> I read it, I, I saw, read it described by a journalist as, um, when you lose one parent, you're in the silver medal club. Mm. When you lose two parents, then you've got you're in the gold medal club, and you don't you nobody knows what it's like to be in the silver no. until it happens, and 
nobody knows what it's like to be in the gold until no. it happens. And no. I think the gold club members, it's a that's another level again yeah. of grief and. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, you know, I think you said earlier that um, we're at their age where we're all going to be touched by grief. Yeah, yeah. It's going to yeah, happen. And it's it's, happen. Like, if it hasn't happened already, yeah. then, you know, I mean, let's hope it doesn't happen to anyone soon. Yeah. But it's it's a yeah. it's a very interesting part of life. Process. Yeah. But it is a gift to exist. Yes. And with existence comes suffering. Yes. Thank you, Stephen Colbert. Okay. With that jolly old. Yes, I've just got one follow up. Yes, good, good, so follow up. Is that all right? Yeah. Um, It is about toilets, the ladies' toilets. (laughs) Make sure. Remember, we we talked about to the yes, back to the big issues. Back to the big issues of the day. Um, Remember, we did the whole ranty rant about the ladies' toilets, and someone contacted us to Mm -hmm. say that um, yes, yes, it's very true. Yeah. She was in the maternity ward at the time. Yes, she was. And she said, even in the maternity ward, the men's toilets came first. So ridiculous. Can and you? she used them. And she used them because... She well, A, because she had to, because I think she needed them quite quickly, mm. but also she couldn't tell the difference between the signs no. on the doors. No. And then we yeah. had a conversation about how sometimes if it's stick figures, you have to yeah. see both of them to work out which one is the lady and yes. which is the man. And I get confused when you're in a... Another country. Uh, no, in this country, oh. but it's in a different language. Oh. If I'm in another country and it's in their language, that's perfectly acceptable. Yeah. But you know, like if you're in a Spanish restaurant and oh. it will say... Um, yeah. Gringos and no, that'll be senoritas and yeah. senoras yeah. or so, yeah, senors. Like Can't remember because I'm usually drunk by then. Oh. So it's problematic, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, that's anyway. it. Um, and if you want to get in touch with us, Lisa, how do they do that? Well, you can email us at <laughs> we are playing <laughs> we are playing devils avocado at gmail.com. Correct. And you, you can also slide into our DMs on Instagram. Yes, and you can find us on Facebook. We have a private closed group called the PDAs Yay. where you can talk about anything and everything yeah and we also have a page which is playing devil's over kind as well oh, just yeah. in case you want to go in there that way yeah we are nothing if not multi-coverage yes ever. multi-coverage okay. all right oh, that's okay. lovely oh yeah okay all right <laughs> can i go now <laughs> yes. Bye. goodbye goodbye